Welcome to the White Coat Life Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Certified Coach Paula White, MD. If you're a physician in academic medicine looking for skills to understand and take control of your experiences, both in work and out, this is a great place to start. Well, hello. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me again today. If you're a Parks and Rec fan like I am, you'll know that today's title comes from that show. It is one of the best shows ever, so if you haven't seen it, I think you should. So today's title comes from the Tom and Donna storylines where they had their treat yourself days. So if you're an unfortunate soul who's not familiar with the show, these two characters were a little obsessed with shiny, flashy material things. And once a year, they declared a treat yourself day and splurged on all sorts of opulence and decadence, most of it just over the top ridiculous. I think probably most of us don't think of buying overly expensive and useless items as the standard way of treating ourselves, but it might not be that far off. We might buy ourselves something fancy that we want but don't really need as a treat. And to be clear, I have nothing against that. I'm all for it, as long as it's not creating consequences in your life that you don't like. And that's where the coaching comes in. If you're experiencing burnout or flirting with it, you might have developed some habits for treating yourself that are actually doing just the opposite. I'm not going to spend a lot of time outlining exact things that are good treats and things that aren't. For one thing, it's just too subjective and circumstantial. As an example, the night of the marathon when I got home, I think I ate about a half a pizza and then some ice cream. It was delicious and totally worth it. I hadn't eaten anything except a few gels and stroop waffles all day, and I ran for over six hours, so I was in a serious deficit. It felt good then, no regrets later. But if I did that on a regular Sunday night, nope, definitely would not be the same result. This is what I mean by treats being circumstantial. Another reason I try not to get too much into the weeds about things like this is that Something that seems like a normal everyday purchase to one person might be completely out of bounds to someone else, like so extravagant they wouldn't even consider it as a treat. The shorthand for figuring this out for yourself is to ask yourself one question, was it worth it? So if this is something that has already happened, you can examine how you felt during and afterward and decide whether the pleasure from the treat was equal to or greater than whatever the trade-off was whether that was money spent or the aftermath of junk food consumed or whatever. You can also check in with yourself to see what sort of after effects it's having on you. Do you still get the same happiness or warm and fuzzies thinking about it? And if this is something that hasn't happened yet, you get to ask your future self to answer those questions for you. So as an example, if you're a car person and you just really love cars and it's time for you to get a new one and you decide to do all the add-ons and upgrades, even though it's going to mean paying it off for longer, how is future you going to feel every time they drive it? How about every time they transfer money out of the bank to pay for it? Will that feeling last for as long as it takes to pay the car off? Will the feeling last for the lifetime of the car? I can't answer those things for you, but future you sure can. Or how about a smaller example? You're on call and you've had a crap day and you still have 14 hours of your shift left, so you treat yourself to some fries and ice cream from the cafeteria to get yourself through the rest of call. Sound familiar? Well, if you made it through residency without doing that a whole bunch of times, you're made of stronger stuff than most of us. 
But for this example, I think you can see that the answer to the was it worth it question is less likely to be yes. In the moment, yes. Five minutes afterward, probably still yes. Tomorrow, eh, less likely. A week from now, definitely not. Now listen, no one's perfect and no one makes perfect choices all the time. But if you find that your versions of treating yourself are mostly along this vein, things that feel good in the moment but aren't worth it in the long run, it means there are some feelings you're trying really hard not to feel, and that makes the short-term dopamine boost seem like a way better idea than it really is. The good news is that all you have to do is find yourself a coach and you can learn how to just feel those feelings and not need the treat that isn't a treat. But what if we also try to reframe the idea of a treat? This is something that can be really beneficial. Let's go back to the being on call and having a crap day example. When you're in this situation, you're probably pretty low on your spiral staircase of wellness. There's not much reserve. You might be physically drained from a challenging surgery or procedure, or from the adrenaline crash after dealing with something stressful. You might be sleep-deprived and drained from that. You might be stressed about something you know or fear is still ahead of you during the shift. You might be completely rushing because there's a lot going on and you're trying to be in three places at once. These are all circumstances where a treat sure would be nice. Well, what if you had planned ahead for that? What if you had anticipated that call might be hard and it might be a whole lot nicer if you had arranged ahead of time for some things that would support you during the call and wouldn't annoy future you? Like your food. You know you're going to want food that tastes really good and feels satisfying to eat. You also know that you'll be happier in the long run if the food choices you make are things that feel good in your body later, not just in your mouth in the moment. And you know that you might not find things in the cafeteria that meet the full description. So what if you plan ahead and bring delicious food from home that will be all ready to go when you have time for meals and is all stuff that you know feels good in your body later? No rushing, no dealing with a suboptimal selection, no decisions in the minute, no stress about any of it. You've treated yourself to food that supports you and that you really like. Now, that's just one example. It doesn't have to be homemade food or food at all. What could you plan ahead of time that feels like a treat both now and later? If you really like flowers, could you bring some flowers to work and put them on the desk where you do your charting so you have something beautiful to look at and smell while you're working? Could you treat yourself to outsourcing a household chore or responsibility that you don't enjoy and that would be worth the expense to have someone else do it? How about treating yourself to a family game night in your pajamas? A good treat doesn't have to cost a penny. The only limits are your own creativity, and that's as deep of a well as you want it to be. Last thoughts about recognizing and selecting a good way to treat yourself. If it feels like a pity party or dripping with sarcasm, those are big red flags. Which doesn't mean don't ever indulge in those. Just proceed with caution and accept what you're signing up for in the long run. Some days, the best we can do is lie on the couch eating Cheetos and watching junk TV because we're human. But that's not really a treat, it's escapism. And beware of others peddling false treats. The other day, I was in clinic and someone found this notepad where each page had a different little cartoon, and they were all along the lines of that one with the dog sitting drinking coffee surrounded by flames saying, this is fine. 
So basically, they were all just saying, work is terrible and I'm drowning, but I'm going to pretend nothing's happening. I'm going to pretend to be happy. And, you know, it's just for a laugh. But on that particular day, someone was handing them around and said, pick one. Which one do you want to be your theme for today? And I was like, um, no, thank you. I would like to start my day with an actual good attitude. But the gesture was meant well, but the pity party message is a warning sign. We can find something better to laugh about. And again, some days, that's the best you can do. Laugh so you don't cry. But when you feel like you can make the choice, try to treat yourself to a clean emotion. I promise you'll be glad of it later. I think that's enough for today. Thanks for joining me. Hope to see you back next time. And if you want to find a coach that can help you figure out which treats are really supporting you and which ones aren't, come visit me at whitecoatlifecoach.com and schedule your free consult. Have a good week. Any opinions or views on this podcast or on my website are my own and should not be attributed to my employer.